Hello, everybody. How are you doing? This is me, S. Anthony Thomas. This is the S. Anthony Thomas Show. This is another pop-in because I am not back home yet. And I want to apologize in advance for the sound of my voice because I'm using my phone because I want to stick with the podcasting schedule. And also, I have a stuffed-up nose, so yeah, the voice is not going to sound the normal smooth tones that you're used to. But I need to get this out of the way because I'm annoyed with something that happened to me. And I want to say right now, and I think you would agree with me when I say this, and that thing that I'm going to say is customer service sucks. It really does suck. And sometimes it sucks so badly, it makes you upset and you get angry. It may even make your blood pressure go up because the people who are doing the job stink. I used to work in customer service. And I was good at it, right? Because I always thought, as the person doing customer service, it was my job to make sure that the customer was treated well. I was a problem solver. If you're in customer service, that's what your job is, to solve problems. I know it's difficult. I know you're dealing with tough customers. I know sometimes the customer can be frustrated. I know sometimes the customer can be mean. I've been on the other end of that. I answered the phone to actually help someone and I was in a good mood. And by the time I was on the phone with this person for more than 15 seconds, I had been called every name in the book. So much so that I was personally offended. And here's the thing. I grew up in a tough neighborhood where people said really, really horrible things to each other. And even under that circumstance, I was offended by the person on the other end of the phone. And I was the person who was trying to help them. And then I took a step back and realized they're not really mad at me. They're mad at the situation. I'm just the person they're blasting because I'm here. This is like when you come home and your spouse is mad at somebody at work. They're not mad at you. You didn't do anything. But they walk in the house. They got an attitude problem. They're giving you short answers and treating you like crap for the first 45 minutes after they come home, right? And then they realize they're being idiots. They sit down next to you. They give you a kiss on the cheek. They say they're sorry. And then you take them upstairs and give them that good deep business so good they think it's Christmas. You know what I'm saying, right? Well, in the particular case of this customer service, the guy was going nuts on me, right? And as I'm looking through his file, I realize what the mistake was. And as it turns out, it was his mistake and I could prove it. But I didn't rub it in his face. I said, I see what the problem is, Mr. Johnson. His name wasn't Johnson, but he was acting like a Johnson. And I said, I can solve this for you right now. This problem will be resolved before you put the phone back down. I'm going to do this. And I made sure to make sure my keypad clicked extra loudly so he could hear it. And I said, click. There you go, Mr. Johnson. Problem solved. Your whatever, whatever. Don't want to get into specifics. Your whatever, whatever will be whatever, whatever. And if, as it turns out, it'll whatever, whatever about a day faster than it would have had you not called. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, okay. What's your name? Gave a fake name. Bill. Bill, I'm sorry, man. Uh, you, you're just doing your job. It's not your fault. Uh, I apologize, Bill, for all the things I said about you and your mother and... <laughs> And for the record, yes, he did say some stuff about me and my mother and your aunt and your grandmother. He basically cursed out the several generations of my family. And uh, <laughs> and and he hung up the phone in a good mood. 
And even though I had been blasted and cursed at and said, had horrible things said about me, I was laughing when the phone went down because of the way he changed over. But as a customer service person, that's your job to do the job, to make the customer happy if you have the ability to do so. In my particular case, I was and keep in mind, like I said, I'm how I used to do customer service for a little while. I was trying to get some customer service. This happened years ago and it still annoys me. I had an ATM card, right? And I was waiting for the new card to come in. And back then, you'd get a you'd get a postcard in the mail and it would say, Your card will be to your house in ten business days. Not a problem. Not a problem. Plenty of time. Plenty of time on the expiration date of my card. Ten days, that's nothing. <laughs> eight, day eight, not a problem. Day nine. Well he said ten days. Day ten. Well, maybe it's a day late, day fifteen, sixteen. What the hell is going on? And it wasn't there. I shouldn't have waited that long, but things happened, right? And I still had plenty of time. So I call the bank. And I get the customer service person. And the person says to me, Okay, Mr. Thomas, what we're going to do now is, you know, because if your card is still out there in the world, man, what we're going to do is we're going to cancel your cards. And I heard the cards. There was only one card coming, but he said cards. And I said, yeah, okay. I said, wait, 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 cards? I only have one card coming. Oh, yeah, we're going to make sure, we, just to be safe, we're going to cancel the card that's coming. You're also going to cancel the card that you have. And I'm thinking, uh, no, I don't want you to cancel the card that I have. I pay my bills with this credit card. And some of my bills, like my car insurance and things of that nature, come out on this card. So I would rather not have that canceled. Oh, okay, no problem, Mr. Thomas, no problem, no problem. Because a lot of people want us to just cancel both cards, you know, so we're going to do that. So, okay, so I'm just going to put it here on your record to cancel both cards. No. We literally did that for 10 minutes where he would give me these long explanations, try to get into small talk, and then try to end the phone call by saying he was going to cancel both cards. No. I had to stop him. I said, listen, I absolutely do not want you to cancel the card that I currently have. Do not do that. You said this is being recorded, correct? Yes, which means we're recording me telling you to not, under any circumstances, do not cancel the card that I have. Well, if I can't cancel that card, how about I, you know, know what you could do just to to be be more safe, man? What we could do is, is I won't cancel either one of the cards, right? So, like, what you could do is, you know, if you have some bills coming out, you can make sure those bills are paid, and then you could call us back, and then we could cancel both cards once again. So I said, oh, I said, you know, I'm going to call you back after these transactions. But, once again, as it's being recorded, do not cancel my card. Okay, we're not going to do any canceling until you call us back. 15 minutes out of my life, I will never get back. So, of course, I had to go into the bank, get a temporary card, and everything turned out to be fine. But if they had just done what I had asked, if they had just canceled that other card and then issued me a new card and expedited it, I wouldn't have had to do anything. But no. It's because customer service sucks. I've seen good customer service, other than the good customer service that I did. I was at a friend's house, one of my buddies, right? Really proud that he bought a house with his wife. Real great place, great couple, okay? He has a problem in his house. He has a pipe that needs to be fixed, right? And of course, he thinks he's Captain Fix-It, 
right? Because a lot of times when you when <laughs> a lot of times when people fix things in their house, they make the mistake of thinking that they're as good as the people who would do this for a living. You know, as a comedian, as a professional comedian, I've heard many, many times, even when I used to teach comedy classes, I, there would be many, many times and I'd hear somebody go, well, Bill's really funny at the office and Bill's really funny at the job and Bill's really funny with the people and the thing and the stuff. He could be a comedian and I have no problem with someone who wanted to be a comedian. I really don't care. But there's a difference between someone who can make someone laugh in an office and someone who's funny on the bus and someone who's funny at the office in front of the coffee machine and someone who does it professionally. Why is it different? Because it's not the same level of skill, right? It's not the same amount of pressure involved, right? You're telling funny stories to people that already know you and like you and have not gotten dressed up, have not hired a babysitter, have not fought through traffic, have not had to pay for parking, have not bought tickets five days in advance, have not done any of those things, have not done those things, and if <laughs> if you're not funny in the office, it doesn't ruin a person's weekend. If the professional comedian is not funny and sucks, they may get fired, they may have their reputation destroyed, they may not get paid, there's so many other things. You have that pressure. And so I had a guy one time, he tried to fix a pipe in his house, and all he had to do was screw one thing. One of the pipes got a little loose. He went and screwed it with his hand, and it stopped leaking, and he thought he was a master plumber. So whenever there was a problem, instead of getting that thing fixed, he just kept screwing and screwing and screwing and not realizing that he was basically stripping the pipe. And eventually, boom, pipe busts. Water all over the place, and instead of spending the $80 at the time he would have spent to fix the pipe, he wound up spending uh, $200 to fix the pipe and another grand to fix all the tiles on the floor that got flooded and destroyed. Not good. Okay? I digress. Back to my friend. He had a pipe under his sink. He didn't know what was wrong with it. And unlike the person I just used as an example, he knew better than to try to go down there and try to fix it because he admitted, and he admitted to himself and to his wife who ridiculed him, that he doesn't know anything about plumbing. So he went and hired a plumber. The plumber comes into the house, goes under a sink, and what was under his sink was very, very simple. All he needed was a little bit, you know that tape that plumbers put on the pipe? He, the, guy, the guy just put a little of that plumber's tape on underneath there, screwed it back on, and whatever it cost him, it cost him like three bucks to do whatever he did. He goes, you know what, sir? I was already coming in this way anyway. You know what? I'm not even going to charge you for that. Don't worry about it. Here, here's my car. So if you really need it, if you have a real problem, you give me a call. I'll come take care of it. He wouldn't take a tip. Nothing. Man, it might have cost him three or four bucks to fix the, my friend's pipe. But he said, nah, I'm not going to charge you for that. And he left. He left the card. Customer service. He was planting a seed. Customer service. So what happened? What happened? My friend actually didn't need anything for a while. Maybe even almost a year or a year or so. He didn't need anything. But what did he do? With that card, he talked that guy up a bunch of times. Told a bunch of people about that guy. And even though he personally didn't need the guy for about a year or so, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, fifteen people that he knew and people that knew the people he knew called this guy and they had real work done. So this guy probably made several thousand dollars 
just by doing really good customer service and giving and costing maybe three bucks, maybe five bucks tops, decided not to charge the guy. And then my friend did call him back when he needed to get a baby sock snaked out of his drain. So now that's another 150, 200 bucks right there. All because he invested three to five bucks in goodwill and good customer service. Ooh. If somebody told me I could invest $3 in something and I was going to get three to five grand over the course of the next year, would I do it? You're damn right. Would you do it? You're daggone right you would. Good customer service. Now I'm going to give you an example of bad customer service. <laughs> Other than the one I just gave you that happened to me. This also happened to me. Two coffee shops within a quarter of a block of each other. One I used to go to all the time, and another one I would occasionally go to. The one I went to all the time at the time, they were really kind of curt and short with people. Not friendly at all. No small talk. Almost acted when you ordered something as if you were getting on their nerves by having the nerve to actually want to eat something. And, oh, they're back. They want us to give them food, even though this is a place where we cook food. All right, what do you want? Well, I like a bacon and cheese. Okay. And a cup of coffee. Oh, wow. Anything else I can do for you? (laughs) That's only a slight exaggeration. They literally acted like you you were annoying them by coming in. But unfortunately... Or fortunately, sometimes people are creatures. Well, people are creatures of habit. So you will sometimes keep doing something that sucks because you're used to doing it. One time, something was going on up the block, and I couldn't get up the block. And I said, "I'm not going all the way up there. Here's a place that sells basically the same food. I'll park here. I'll walk in there. I mean, how much different could it be?" Walked in there, and it was making your way in the world today. It was like cheers when I walked up in that joint, and I hadn't been in there that often. And they were happy I was in there. They gave you a little small talk action. English was their second language. They didn't give a crap. They gave you a small talk anyway. It was fantastic. Great people. Then I ate the food, and the food was pretty much the same as the other place. The other place was pretty good, too. But if you have a choice between going to a place where they act like they don't even want you in there, and this place where they act like they want you in there, and they, they, they want to know what your name is, you tell them your name, they tell you their names, all of a sudden you're having polite little conversation, nothing deep, but polite conversation, right? They're really pleasant with everything, right? If you spill a little something, they go, ah, don't worry about it. They wipe it up, all of that crap, right? Greet everybody that comes in the door. All things being equal, which one are you going to go to? The one that acts like they want you there? That goes out of their way for you. You need a little extra salt? No problem. You know, the salt shake is empty. That's okay. I got some in the basement. I'll be right back. I mean, come on, man. Or the other place is like, oh, really? What? You want two tablespoons of sugar in your coffee? Oh, okay. I'm going to walk around the back here. You're going to hear the sound of spitting, but I'm definitely not spitting in your coffee. Hold those. No, no, no. Let me start before you look at it. Let me start before you look at it. (laughs) All right. So which place are you going to go to? The place with the good customer service. That's why I don't like it when customer service sucks. Customer service shouldn't suck. Right? I don't think I do pretty good customer service back in the day. I haven't done it in a million years, but I think I did pretty good. 
And even though you who are listening to me, you're not customers, I consider you more of an extended family. I think I treat you pretty well, don't I? I mean, I let you listen to these golden tones. (laughs) That's self-serving, isn't it? (laughs) Shut up, punks. Anyway. (laughs) Well, folks, I just hope that if whatever you go and do something that you don't have to deal with bad public service. I mean, customer service, because it really, really sucks. And I was just annoyed that I had to deal with some bad customer service. And I hope you don't have to deal with that. But I would like to ask you a favor, seeing as how this little podcast popping is over. If you've gotten this far and you did, do me a favor, my friends. Rate and review this podcast. Five stars, please. And if you haven't subscribed, please do. If you're listening to this on Spotify, please follow. Come on now. And if you see me post this links to this podcast episode or any podcast episode on Twitter or Facebook or wherever the hell you follow me, maybe Instagram or whatever, please retweet, reblog, re whatever that crap so other people can hear this. I would appreciate it. And if you know someone who has great taste in podcasts and you think they would like to listen to this podcast because they have great taste in podcasts, please recommend this podcast, the Yes Anthony Thomas Show. Okay. Love popping in because I love talking to you, my friends. And I already know that I'm going to love talking to you next time because the other 16,445 billion times I've talked to you, I've loved every second of it. Much love to you all. And I will see you again next time, my brothers and sisters. Take care.